Well, here we are on the Friday of the first week of phase two, on the eve of the first weekend of phase two. And that means that uh, people will likely be going out to more places, venturing out to, to restaurants, even places that maybe we've been staying away from these past few weeks. So how do you keep everyone in your household safe or everyone in your bubble safe now that we're starting to relax some of those rules? Well, let's bring in Dr. Rhonda Lowe with Copeman Healthcare. Dr. Lowe, so great to have you on the show today. Hi, Jill. It's great to speak with you again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So let's talk about this because I think there are a lot of questions, uh, whether it's masks, cleaning, uh, what people can do. Uh, So if you're in a household and maybe maybe you're getting ready for your kids to go back to school or one of uh, your spouse has gone to work, what, what would be the first things you would tell people to do as far as staying safe? Well, you know, you mentioned a, a bubble, which is a, a, an interesting uh, concept. And, you know, you've been reading about that double bubble effect back in um, back east in New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, well, Newfoundland and Labrador, where they said that you could now expand your bubble to a double bubble. And, of course, that conjured up all sorts of ideas of chewing gum mm-hmm. as well. But at the same time, what we've been doing up to now in phase one is we've been limiting our social contact, basically, basically hunkering down. So the estimation from the government is that, you know, we've been limiting ourselves to 30% of our normal interactions. And phase two is the idea that we could go up to 40% or even double it to 60% of our normal interactions and hence include another bubble within our stratosphere so that new infections would still remain relatively stable without going to unmanageable levels. So what does that mean for the average family? Well, you know, I'm getting phone calls from folks, and you've asked it correctly, should I change my clothes now and shower when I come home from the grocery store? You know, should I wipe down my shoes? Well, you know, for most of us who are still going to practice physical distancing and making only the occasional trips to the grocery store or pharmacy, it's not necessary to change your clothes or take a shower when you come home or scrub down your kids. The one thing you should really do is you should always wash your hands because we know you've been touching things and we know we touch our face on average and we don't even know it subconsciously four to 15 times an hour. So when you go out, come in, wash your hands and now also doesn't hurt to wipe down your phone because we know we touch our phone about 2,000 times a day, believe it or not. There's no need to wipe your shoes off. All right. Um, you know, you, you know, you might want to try to institute a shoeless household, but there's no need to wipe your shoes. What about surfaces? Uh, if you're coming in your front door, you're going to be touching the door handle before you get inside to wash your hands. Maybe you touch a countertop. Should you, we be increasing the, the amount that we're cleaning those, those busy surfaces? Well, you know, the studies have found um, that uh, this virus can survive under ideal conditions up to three days on hard metal surfaces like doorknobs and um, plastic and up to 24 hours on cardboard. So, you know, I've had patients uh, wipe down their mail or Amazon packages. Um, The other thing you could do is not necessary to do that, really. Just wash your hands. Or if you're really worried about it, just don't touch your mail or your Amazon package for 24 hours and the virus will not survive. But it never hurts just because you're touching things to wipe down a doorknob or your counter services surfaces and just be a little bit more diligent with cleansing. And what about masks? There are still uh, concerns that so we're being told it's a way to protect those around us. Do you think, is it a good idea for people when you venture out to put on a non-medical mask? 
Ah, the great debate, Jill. <laughs> Everyone asks that question, you know. And Dr. Teresa Tam, our country's chief medical officer, said that, you know, really she would recommend masks as an additional measure. And likewise has Dr. Bonnie Henry, our PHO, and particularly in conditions where you cannot physically distance. So if you cannot consistently keep two meters away from everyone, such as in stores or shopping areas for any particular length of time, and especially on public transportation, it is a good idea to wear a facial covering, such as a cloth mask. All right. And then also... You know what? I've got to add on this one because it's my pet peeve right now. Okay. Uh, those, those masks that have those little respirators on them, you see that you can buy them on the net, the ones that have a little exhaust valve that mm-hmm. you've seen, uh, don't buy them. Because what you're doing is you're actually putting other people at risk. You might be able to breathe easier because it helps you expel and, um, you know, air moves more. But studies have shown that you can actually expel if you're potentially infected um, with COVID. You can actually push out more virus through those respirators. Um, so you're putting other folks at risk. So don't use those ones, please. Okay. So are you talking about the ones? I, I think I have one. It's an N95, but it's got the valve on it. And I bought it for sanding, for painting and sanding. I got it at a, a hardware store. So you're talking about those types of masks. <laughs> yes, those are exactly the ones. And you see some now with some cloth masks with those in them as well. Great for your home projects, but um, not for this pandemic. All right. So we've only got about a minute left. Anything else that you absolutely want to tell people as far as staying safe? You know, it's absolutely the same thing, Jill, that we're looking at. You know, as Dr. Henry says, be kind, be calm, and be safe. And what we're really looking at is physical distancing measures work. Frequent hand washing works as well. And we know that if you wash your hands more than four or five times a day, you can actually decrease the risk of any respiratory ailment by 45% through those simple maneuvers. So, Please just everybody be aware of that physical distancing. I've got children in the practice who's now totally aware. You hear them wander away and you hear the mother call after them and you hear the toddler say, don't worry, mom, I'm physically distancing. So, you know, if there's anything to teach your children and everybody else, just be aware of that physical distancing, washing your hands frequently and wearing a face mask when you're in areas where you cannot maintain those two meter distancing rules. All right, Dr. Lowe, thank you so much. Great to chat with you. Great to speak with you again, Jill.